que le den cumbia a la gente con eso es suficiente pilla y dale por la de repente que le den cumbia a la gente un poquito de aguardiente para sacar las cargas de la mente que le den cumbia a la gente hasta en otro continente que me lo baile como pariente que le Welcome everybody, this is Strictly Football We are back again Fresh episode, fresh news And we're going to start introducing the cast today Myself, the one and only Rompe Redes Like how you should know We got Magico And we also have a special guest today An old friend of ours Clever You know you, you can call me Clever Nitro. Clever Nitro. <laughs> yeah. Clever Nitro. Yeah. Cool. cool. There we go, man. All right. Yeah. So Clever Nitro is here, guys. All right. And he's bringing that. Um, he's bringing that Peruvian flavor knowledge into our podcast today. So we're, we're expecting to hear some good things about the Peruvian national team and everything else that's going along there. But all right, man. How, how are you guys? And really quickly too, uh, Gallito's taking a break from the podcast. That is okay? true. Just, yes. uh, just uh, for all you Gallito fans out there, or yeah. people that like to listen about Cruz Azul and Liga MX, <laughs> uh, he's not gone, but he's just he's he's going to take a little bit of a break. So yeah, yeah, he's a busy guy. Uh, so we, we he's gotta, a busy guy, you know. and uh, you know we'll we'll we'll, we'll always have him here. So, uh, we'll always have a spot here for him. But, all right. Uh, how we're doing, huh? I'm doing, I'm doing okay, dude. I like fucked up my back. I like yeah. I picked up a kid and oh man, your boy, your boy was out of commission for a week <laughs> and your boy's just getting back. And I'm like, fucking like, dude, I never have experienced a pain like that before. <laughs> so, all right. So, so here we go, man. You know, we, we've, you know, I'm just going to say something that when my coworker told me when I turned 30, he was like, Hey Sam, I didn't call you to tell you happy birthday. He's like, I called you to tell you that. Moving forward at this age, everything hurts. So, <laughs> so I don't know if he was correct on it, man. But you know, I run now and it hurts, dude. Everything hurts. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Can you explain the kind of like give us like what what happened? You know? Oh yeah, I mean it was just I, at my job. I was just trying to pick up a kid, and and then all of a sudden I just hear a lower crack in the bottom part of my my oh, back, and I'm oh. like, oh. That Oof, felt nice, Oof. and then I couldn't. I couldn't fucking like walk that good. You know, your like, boy had to. Your boy was. I had to be like on the floor. I was on the floor. Like I just could not. Like I felt like I couldn't stand up. Like I was like, dude, knockout, dude. Up. Yeah, the knockout exactly. Oh so, man, yeah, man, that's what happened to me. All right. But other than that, I'm okay. You know, I'm, 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 I'm getting better, and you know, trying to take care of it. Let us know, man. We'll sure. find you a, a donation for a cane or crutches, you know, from our, <laughs> one of our fans. If it's needed, we'll, we'll, we'll feel it. All right. So we also got clever. How are you, man? You, you know, no injuries. We're, we're good there. <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> no, not, not uh, lately. Not lately. I'm, I'm doing okay, man. Just just trying to improve, you know, every day. Yeah. Trying to be better than, than the day before. That's it. That's good. That's good, man. What about you? What about you, man? Me, man, I'm I'm doing good, man. Um, I'm I'm actually getting ready, man. Every over here where I live, it's like a heat wave. Today was a hundred degrees over here, so it's just it's ridiculous. But it's crazy, you know. I come from a place where it's like fifty degree weather and move instantly to like a hundred degrees. Yeah, yeah, man. It was just bad the first two years. This is my third year here. 
getting better. <laughs> so it's, Dude, it's getting, that sounds horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it was like it was like eighty degrees. No, it was eighty nine degrees uh, last week. Yeah, here in the city. Man, I thought I was gonna melt, dog. It was <laughs> Dude, horrible. Dude, you guys are like at eighty degrees where we were like at ninety eight. So yeah, it's like it's horrible. Like yeah, we're like twenty degrees hotter over here. So, um, I'm I got I kind of got used to it, dude. My, it's crazy because I even had like heat rashes, dude. I didn't even know those existed in my body. Oh my, yeah, goodness. like I was like breaking out in hives, dude, because of the heat. I was like, dude, what's wrong with me? So yeah, dude. But now it's like cool. Like I go to eighty degree weather, I think I could wear a sweater. So <laughs> believe it or not, there's people out here that it's 90 degrees and they're wearing sweats. Like, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> it's too chilly out here. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think that's, that's one of me. That's me right there. See, I'm oh, one man, of those dude, guys. Dude. I'm literally used to the heat. Dude, I ask so, him, I ask him, I'm like, Hey, are you not, are you cold? They're like, dude, I like to be hot. And I was like, dude, what? you're like an oven, man. Yeah. So. All right, so let, let's move on, guys. Um, let's start off with the first. I think it, this is was the first last, the first qualifier to qualify to the World Cup of the final two left over, which was we were talking about Peru versus Australia, and Oof. yeah. So it's uh yeah, it, you should guys see Clever's face right now. He's <laughs> like, oh man. So it was an intense game from what I saw the highlights. Um. You know, both teams looked like they played pretty well. I mean, they both had chances. Um, did you see the full game, Clever? Yeah, man. Unfortunately, I did. I watched the whole game. Um, I think Peru only had, I want to say they only had one shot on target. And Australia had maybe two or three. I mean, I will have to look at the stats. Uh, but at least that's what I remember. And I think Peru probably had the clearest uh, chance of scoring and Australia, I don't think Australia really had uh, a clear chance, man. You know, Australia played their game. They went there in to win, you know, not, just a one, one game, one game elimination is a tough, tough one. Yeah. So speaking of this, man, um, I have a friend that actually went to the game you know, and it, there was a lot of Peruvian support out over there, and it looked like it's they roll deep, man. Yeah, they go Peru, deep, man. Peru, Peru rolls deep, man. man. Peru, they they go hard for insane, their team, man. I mean, I, yeah, from the day that they they waited for the team, like from what I saw him on social media, they waited for the team to get to the hotel for like three hours. Because they didn't want to miss the moment of greeting them into the country. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they waited for like three hours to get the bus to get there. And they were like chanting in the middle of the street, you know, and that's insane, man. That's a, that's wow. a, some good support, man. And I mean, unfortunately, they did lose. I, I thought Peru was going to take this game, to be honest. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, where, where do you do you think like they're they're heading in the right direction or they just got to fix a couple of things like from this loss. I mean, mm-hmm. how, do, how, do, how do you feel mm-hmm. like, how do, how do you feel about this? Like as a Peruvian fan, like, well, man, I'm pretty sad. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, I w- it would have been amazing to see them in the world cup again. I couldn't really believe it that they made it last world cup. Uh, I just, I, I don't know if I, I, I don't want to say that I jinxed 
you know, myself being sad because when they lost to Brazil at the beginning of the qualifiers, I had a feeling that they weren't going to make it to the World Cup. Uh, you know, and and once I saw that they were going to play Australia, I was like, well, uh, this can happen. It, it, I mean, it, it was just a, it was a, it was a roller coaster for me to be honest, man. I, I'm I'm pretty sad. I'm still feeling it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mexico. What, what do you think? Eh? I mean, I mean, look, dude. I mean, so I guess the the question that I have here for for Peru is like, to me, I see a lot of the same players. Is it still the same like player base? Like, do they have the same problem Chile has, which is like they're still bringing out fucking Alexi Sanchez out there? <laughs> like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, are they still bringing still uh, Vidal? You know, those are my guys. But you know, yeah, yeah, pasaron the tiempo. Yeah, is yeah, done. Is is fun. Peru in the same like? I haven't really heard of. Uh, of some Peruvians doing well uh, across, like, uh, I know that Peru always plays really hard, and that's what I always say. Yeah. Right? Peru, Peru never gives up, but, I mean, Carillo's still out there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Is. Like, so, so, so is it still the same base, or, or, did, or were there some changes? Because, I, I don't know, I guess I didn't, I haven't really kept up with Peru all like that, so. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, it, it's. I don't know. Peru always makes me nervous in, in penalties. I feel like they always get yes. they always get their hearts broken in penalties. So yeah. it's never like a, to me a good sign them going to penalties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's definitely. I, I feel that we don't really have. A, I don't know if it's the confidence of the players. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure that the pressure, man. Because to be honest, I think we have a good goalie. Oh yeah, that's um, my guy. Yeah. He yeah, doesn't man. need to. He just shouldn't be at the MLS, to be honest with you. Yeah. No. Yeah. He could play. I want. I want to say he could play in in Europe, man. I think no. so too. It's just yeah, guy, uh, say, uh, that guy's beast, man. Dang. Yeah. 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 He has. He has had a lot, a lot of saves throughout the qualifiers in the Copa Americas. Uh, but when it comes to, I, I think they do have some sort of base. Uh, on the midfield, mostly with the um. Renato Tapia, I, I really like him. He's gonna be a captain definitely in the mostly in the coming um, in the coming years. He's gonna be a captain. I just don't. Other than that, uh, man, the defense. I think they don't really have a, a good defense. To be honest, mm-hmm. uh, Advincula just said that uh, uh, Luis Advincula just said that he's gonna retire from the national team. So I really don't know who could play right back. Mm. You know they're still gonna go with that with that four in the back, yeah. And left back, I want to say uh, Trauco. He's, yeah, I think he's he's good. I think he plays in the Brazilian league right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure. Uh, other than that, I know uh, Cayens. I think plays in the MLS, right? Orlando City. Gallegos or Cayens, Alexander Cayens. Oh, got it. Uh, yeah. yeah, the defender, and and other than that, uh, they just. They call uh, per, a lot of Peruvians will call them troncos. Him and Zambrano, they will call them troncos yeah. because they're very <laughs> stiff. You know, it's just hard for them to catch up to those uh, to those fast players. Uh, and then up top, yeah, I mean, I, I think like you said, you know, it's kind of similar to Chile. He's bringing in the same people. They don't really have. Uh, yeah, there's not really that many young players uh, in the attacking, but we do have young players in the midfielder. 
uh, like that one, uh, Sergio Peña. I forgot what team. I think he might be playing in the Liga MX. Mm-hmm. Sergio Peña. Uh, but yeah, man. Other than that, oh, there's a Peruvian. Uh, uh, there's a player playing the Peruvian league. He played pretty good against Australia, actually. But I think him, he could be a good midfield. You know, like a, in the, when it comes to the future of the midfield and mm-hmm. the national team in Peru. But yeah, other than that, I, I mean, I'm not really aware of, I guess, the up and coming Peruvian players. Yeah. Well, what, what do you think? What do you think's next for Peru? Well, well, where do you see them? Like, what do you, well, what do you think? What do you think's the next? If you were the, if you were the head of this of this of this sport program, Peru, this is this is we also have to add this right. Peru entró al repechaje in a super competitive conbebol. Yeah. Hmm. Right, so Definitely. they're actually not even that bad. Yeah. Right, they're, they're actually pretty good considering the fact that the Conmebol was super competitive this this qualifying round. Yeah. Well, at least, well, at least the last like the last places, right? Argentina and Brazil kind of took it away, but oh, yeah. like, but the last like the last spots they were competitive. So the fact that Peru was able to like kind of sneak in there, like tells us that they do have a good enough core to compete in the Conmebol. Uh, but what do you think? What do you think's next? What do you what do you what do you think as a as a? I mean, you don't have to have the answer, but what? Yeah, like, what are your, yeah, you know yeah. What, I'm like, what 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 do you think should happen here? Well, to be honest, I I like uh, the coach Gareca. I I came mostly for the fact that he took us back to a World Cup. Mm. Uh, but I think his time is done. Uh, I just don't know who. Who else? You know, I don't don't I don't really know what he goes behind to getting a coach, right? You know, yeah. so, so I said about the money. Uh, like, are we able to pay? Uh, uh, you know, like a Marcelo Bielsa type of coach. You know, so they can come in. Um, yeah, just just a, a new coach, maybe just trying to find a, a leader. Man, I I think that's now that I think about it, I think that's why I kind of didn't see. You know, a leader. Uh, I, I think uh, Cueva was supposed to be the leader. I think that's one the one of the reasons why he didn't. Uh, Gareca didn't sub him out. He decided to sub Carrillo out instead of Cueva. Uh, but to be honest, I, I think um, yeah, just trying to find a leader. Uh, La Padula, I, he's not. I think he's but well, he's over thirty, mm-hmm. so his time is about to be done as well. So. Uh, uh, yeah, finding finding that goal. <laughs> yeah, pa- Paolo Guerrero was big help last uh, last well, not so, last World Cup, but like the qualifiers, you know, yeah. scoring a lot of goals. But so, other than that, I like La Padula. I just he's not that goal scoring machine that Peru kind of needs. Yeah, yeah need like had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking actually looking at the roster that they played with Australia. Mm-hmm. So they got the Zambrano. He is one of the center defenders from Boca Juniors. Advincula, he's from Boca Juniors, a right back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then you got Tra- Trauco. He's actually from, from France. He plays in France. Oh, he's playing in France Yeah, now. so the, the, the bad part about it, the, the team he's Same playing team. for, they just they descended to the second division, um, St. Etienne. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, that, that doesn't do him any justice. Um yeah, and you know they got New York FC um, Guyans. He's from New York FC. I mean, current past champions. Um, the only youngster I see is Tapia. So he's twenty six years old, 
And everybody else is 29 and 30, 32 and 34. So I think that could be a sign that we need to rebuild the team just by, yeah. Uh, At least a little bit of a mix, right? Like I think Uruguay is kind of like leading the charge in that, right? Like Uruguay is kind of having a good mix of older players, you know, and still young up and coming talent. I mean, yeah, man, Uruguay. There's one person that would agree to keep all these people that likes you know, older season players, that would be Gallito. He likes <laughs> yeah, those Gallito. guys that are like, he oh. loves the veterans. <laughs> you know, he, he, he says they run like, like 20 year olds and no, they don't. But <laughs> well, I mean, maybe that'll segue us into yeah. the, into the next, uh, into the next uh, matches that, that we saw. Yeah. So which, which one do you want to start it off with that? Well, I, I guess we could talk about Costa Rica. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, I was thinking about Mexico, but Costa Rica, I mean, how this couldn't have been a more, a Costa Rica win than anything. Like if you had to like describe the way Costa Rica plays and the way that they win, show them this game. Yeah. The score it is goal in three minutes. <laughs> in three minutes and defend for the for the ninety minutes that are left. Like how fucking ridiculous is this fucking team? Like they are just like that team that like just does not go away. They are so well organized in regards to defense you know um the reason why it stayed like that was because Keylor Navas is just literally giving them the best they have back there you know um and that's the reason why they didn't score you know and New Zealand doesn't really have anything like great but dude it's like it's crazy man I can't believe they actually pulled that off like in the first three minutes you know Campbell scores and that's it dude like you don't even try like why? Why? Like you have soccer experienced players that can make you games, and you just go after it. You get comfortable, and the reason why they they actually manage to win these games, I feel, is because of the experience that they have on the team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not trying to bring down my country of El Salvador, but El Salvador tends it, to do that a little easy. bit. You know, they get comfortable after a one zero, you know, and then and it goes bad. But, you know, we don't we don't have, you know, a Kedro Navas. We have a good goalie, but we don't have Navas. You know, we don't have leadership like like Brian Ruiz, you know, that could yell at you from the bench, you know, guys that, that would be like motivating, you You know, mm-hmm. halftime. I mean, we're talking about the great Cesar Borges, too. You know, that guy is just, you know. Probably eternal so there. I cannot believe they look, dude. Look, you look, your face says it all. Like this team does not go away. It doesn't. <laughs> I, I would not be surprised if for the next world cup round, those players are still in that team. Uh, uh, dude, it's, it's ridiculous. How, how uh, it's crazy. Taylor Navas. Dude, he I, will probably. I mean, the, by the next World Cup, Kaylor Navas is not going to be the same, dude. I mean, I think you only make it at a certain know, dude. Yeah, I think he's getting just his last bit of soccer. I mean, look, Brian Reese is in the bench. You know, he's just like coming in for the last twenty minutes. So, I I am curious to see how this is going to go. You know, who do they have in their World Cup stage? Uh, oh man, Spain, Germany, and who's the last one? <laughs> no, all right, so, <laughs> so let's um let's wish them the best. And I mean, hey, I don't know if you remember that. Uh, I think it was the 2014 World Cup that they had yeah. England. 
Dude, yeah, but Italy, that, see, we're talking about when Brian Ruiz wife. was 26. Uh, yeah, that oh, was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was he was still young, dude. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so, true. So first yeah, game, right now, there's no youngsters. First game is against Spain. Then they go against Japan and then Germany. Yeah. So, but that's the thing, though, is like with a team like this, I hate to say it, but you can never write them off. You think so? Like you can't write them off. Like I, if I was Spain. If I was fucking Japan, I wouldn't see this as an easy win. Like, I would see this mm-hmm. as, like, this team's going to fucking throw their whole 11 players into the back, into the goal. <laughs> it just blocked the whole the thing. You know? Like, Spain is going to have, that's probably going to be, if I had to nominate the most boring game of the World Cup right now, I'd probably say it's going to be Spain versus Costa Rica. <laughs> oh. yeah, and I was thinking about that. I was like, which game would be the worst game? Oh well, I think that that's 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 my pick from right now. Yeah, Spain yeah. would like to pass it all the way through the goal, and Costa Rica is going to throw. They're going to be like, "Please take the ball, to, to take it back <laughs> to your half. <laughs> Start all over Please again. Take it. We'll be defending the whole game." I I do. I, th- that is true. That's going to be an interesting game. Um, I just want to see how Japan's going to react. I think Germany's just not going to. I don't know, man. They're just probably going to. Get desesperados, like Spain. Mm. The, yeah, that that's what Costa Rica is gonna do. And imagine if they pass, dude, like through the next stage. <laughs> How crazy would that be? <laughs> I don't know, man. But <laughs> that'd be crazy. Yeah, Costa Rica, Japan, right there. Costa Rica and Japan, and leaving Spain and Germany that out. <laughs> that would be one hell of a World Cup. I'll tell you that. So, yeah. all right. Well, uh, good luck, Keylor Navas. I, I mean, yeah, that's pretty that's much my guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's a. Uh, it's possible right having there. him back there. All right. And now we're going to move and we're going to, you know, take a plane straight to where? Where are we going to land the nation's to, uh, Jamaica. Jamaica. So Jamaica and Mexico. Ooh. So after months of seeing this, El Tata finally brings in a different lineup into a, into a soccer game. Look, yeah. <laughs> they finally, oh, my God. This poor, this poor man. <laughs> this poor man, and and it couldn't go any worse. I don't know what else to tell. <laughs> like, what do you think about Tata, Sam? I think Tata. I don't think he's a bad coach, dude. It's just like it, it's it's half and half right here at the fall. I think it's half his fault and half the players because you know he could tell them what to do, but the players are the ones playing. You know, mm-hmm. if the, these players can't really sink in with what he wants them to do. They're going to be lost, and that's what it looks like. They're lost most of the games, but, you know, they have an experienced team, so that saves them a lot. You know, you, you can't write them off, and like Ariel says, you know, in two minutes they can switch you a game because they have guys that can do it. But I I just I feel bad for Tata. And the crazy part is, you know, it, according to Facebook and all these, like, um, social media rumors, they want to re-sign them for 2026. Oh, yeah, I yeah. saw that. I, I saw that. The Federation was like, yeah. and Torrado came out too, Gallito's boy, said that like, oh, we back this man. Yep. He's doing great. He's doing great. I, really? Yeah. I don't, I don't, they, I don't they, see they, it. They want to re-sign him again, which, you know, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to. I think I think the biggest thing here with Tata that I feel, I feel bad for him is that he has a lot of pressure because it's Mexico, but – he hasn't figured out what team he wants to play with. Yep. And it's in, and, and we're getting closer to the world cup and he needs to cement that, you know what I'm saying? Like 
this game against Jamaica should be a clear indication that almost that whole team shouldn't probably go to Mexico. I mean, shouldn't go to Qatar. Mm. It only probably Diego Linus that I would probably take. Oh yeah, him. yeah. Linus, oh yeah. my goodness. So he's so good, and and I <laughs> wish he he should probably be a, the starter. But Tata doesn't really play him. I don't understand why. But you just saw it as soon as Diego Linus came in. He's just more of a spark plug. You know, he brought some life into the game for Mexico. But other than that. I didn't see nobody on that Mexico team that convinced me that they need to be on that team. Dude, and inclusive, like they, I've been, you know, we're in two seasons of strictly football, and I've been saying this for two seasons already. Linus should be a starter, but nobody ever believes in my coaching, and you know, <laughs> I, you know, maybe if somebody listened to me, then it'll work out. But I think he's a starter. From you know, you have the players where they play for a team, they get benched, but. They play their heart out for their national team. And he's one of them. He'll give it his 200%. And he'll, that guy will sweat for that jersey until he's done. And they don't, they don't see that. You know, I just don't see what the, what, I don't see what Tata sees in putting in whoever he is that he's putting in, you know. And I just, I hope on one day that they, he can convince them, you know, and, and Mm -hmm. make it through. I mean, so to the game, I mean, look, he brought in this guy, Chavez, and Jamaica has um, Morris in that. Oh, my God, dude. I, it, it turned into a meme, dude. It was just like he ran and he did a quick cut, and this guy just flipped in the air and just fell to the ground, dude. And, dude, that was horrible, man. It made him look really bad. And then, you know, they got the destroyer, Leon Bailey, man. That guy just. Oh, you know, I like yeah, him. Yeah, that guy is just, he's different. He's a different type of player, man. And, you know, he, he made a difference for Jamaica, and it showed. But, dude, these guys that Mexico brought, dude, they, they, they choked. They choked. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I saw it. That it, dude, there was a guy that, like I said, you know, they, they replaced him for Raul Jimenez, and he came and did the same thing. Just literally, you know, shot the ball and then missed. Yeah, but, they haven't figured out the yeah. – they, they have not figured out the striker situation. Right now, who played it? Santi Santi Jimenez, right? He was a striker. Yeah, for yeah. That game. Yeah. How many goals has he scored ever since? I guess uh, he's been called up. I to be honest, I I think he scored. I don't think he scored any goals. He, I think this is the first time yeah, they right? called him up in in a long, long time. No, he got called up twice. Twice, right? For for, for the Nations League. I okay. mean, for, for right now, you know, yeah. two games, two games, two games. Played. I mean, he's only twenty one. So this is okay. this is maybe where where I like what Tata's doing. You know he's building the future, and if this is exactly what he's doing, then that's a good that's a good sign for Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it makes sense if they want to resign him for twenty twenty six. You know until twenty twenty six. And right before this game, who did they play? Um, I think they played um in the Nations League. They played um, let me see, um Suriname. So in that game, just really quickly. Social media is really, really hyping up this guy, Marcelo Flores. Mm-hmm. And, oh. and Tata brought him in, dude, and gave him a penalty, dude. And this guy, he missed it. He missed it. Marcelo Flores. Yeah. Isn't he the player from Arsenal? Arsenal. Yes. Yeah. Him, yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard about this kid. Yeah, 18 years old. Um, okay, he, he's young, though. He's yeah. good. He, he, you can tell just when he grabs the ball. What he wants to do with the ball, the the way he dribbles it, yeah, you can tell he's gonna be very good. I think 
And, you know, and then I think Tata is one of those guys that he'll give you your opportunity, I think, once or twice. And, and if you can't seem to prove him, then he'll just find somebody else, you know. And I don't know if it, doing it for Mexico is going to change him, but, you know, he gave Funes Mori like a run that nobody else can ask for. And I don't think it's fair because I think he, he's done with that guy already. He's like, I'll bring you back when you're more seasoned. You know, and maybe I just I I didn't see like all the hype that this kid was building up. I think you know you should just you should have let him go to the Subente and let him shine there, and then bring him up after that. You know, yeah, that, that's what I think. But you know, who am I? Nobody even believes in my in my <laughs> Diego Linus um sub, <laughs> but yeah. Wait, so, so so for for you for for both of you, who would be up in the in the world cup like the three up top it, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be chucky corona and and raul jimenez for sure but if it'd be up to you though that's, that's oh the, up to that's me question yeah if it was up to you I'd, I'd have diego linus on the right i would have that's pretty much it i probably just have him up top yeah I don't, same thing, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know who i do yeah too. i just i don't i haven't seen anybody um you know i, I I'd, I'd have so so you'd start linus over chuki i start linus over corona corona plays corona. on the right yeah linus should be on the right wing and and then i think they but chuki doesn't play on the left he does he plays better on the right, to be he honest. He plays better on the right. All right. Oh, but I've seen yeah. him in Mexico. He's always on the left. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I I mean, I leave him on the left and I put Linus well, on we've the right. Seen, well, we've seen how he's performed on the left. Yeah, pretty bad. So, I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, that might be the the reason why, Um, you know, I probably give him a chance on the I, right. But then I, who are they going to put I, on I, the left? I would. I would. I, think. I, I mean, yeah. On the left, I mean, you'd have to start Corona. You'd have to bench Chucky. Chucky has not been playing good. Yeah. And we have to accept that. We have to, like, like he's come off from an injury. He hasn't been playing that good. And in Diego Linus, he, you know, coming from Betis, they just won a championship in, in Spain. Yeah. He is getting more minutes. He's going to stay on the team, which is pretty good. You know, yeah. I, I didn't think he was going to. I thought he was going to go back to America, as yeah. most Mexican players do, is that they come back. Like, look at Orbelin. Uh, Orbelin, he's already, he's already, there's already talk that he's going to come back to yeah. Mexico. Yeah. You know, and that's Celta de Vigo. And he's not doing it. He's not doing it there. So <laughs> it's, it's a real, it's a real problem. But then again, you know, I don't know how much Spaniards are giving them a chance, but I don't know. If, yeah. But the change that I would make, though, I'd have to bring my guy in. Oh. I, I need a Chichagol. Chichagol. Oh. Oh I'm not going to lie, dude. I got to bring my boy Chicharito on the team oh. as the starter. Get the man going. Yeah. You need it. You just need any type of goal right now. And Chichagol, I would just put him up there. Fucking try. Yeah. If you're gassed out, okay, Raul, go in there second half, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say one thing, dude. You know, that, that game where Raul Jimenez, you know, Shot that goal, that ball against Uruguay, yeah. and yeah, I think Chicharito would have made that, dude. I would have made a good attempt to it, and it would have done a way better job. <laughs> I'm, that's just for me, though. <laughs> but um, you know, I don't know, dude. There's something going on there with Tata Martino and Chicharito that's just not happening. I I don't know what it is, and apparently he apologized he already. Yeah, he apologized. Um... He, they talked. 
And I don't know. I just don't think Tata Martino want, wants him there. You know, maybe the, something, maybe his ego or something, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. But I mean, that, I mean, would that be the, the, the only key piece up there that we think is missing? Mm, I'd probably start Diego Linus and Corona and Chicharito. Chicharito. Those are the three that I would probably put up there. Yeah. I would even wow. probably, I would even consider even, I mean, I don't know. Tata doesn't play with two strikers, but yeah. I would play with two strikers. Like, yeah. put Chicharito up there with Raul or put another striker up there with Raul and just give him some help because Raul yeah. gets lost. When he's the singular, when he's like the, like the main striker, he gets lost. Right. I don't know if you've seen, have you seen Mexico play? Yeah. I, I, I'm like, clever. Have you seen him? Sometimes? Uh, a little bit, mostly highlights, to be honest. Okay. Well, if you've ever, yeah. see, if you ever see them play, uh, Raul gets lost because they don't feed him the ball. So he has to come back to midfield to get the ball, or he, or sometimes you see him on the wing, mm-hmm. and it's just like, no, he needs to just be at the top. You know what I'm saying? Like he needs somebody else to support him in that. But yeah. you know, that's just me. Yeah, you know, yeah. Maybe maybe he needs some time off to uh, you know mentally prepare for the next one because I think he's you know he hasn't fully mentally recovered from that injury, mm-hmm. and I think there's something still going on yes. there. Yes. I yes, think that could be it, dude. Because even in, in the Wolves, he's not playing the same. Mm-hmm. And I think they they were talking like there's rumors talks that they want to like send him off. Where mm-hmm. I don't know, but that's mm-hmm. you know that's probably even gonna hurt him more. But I mean, like I said, good luck to yeah. him. You know, good luck to him. All right, and um, all right now, let, let's let's move on. Um, wait, Sam. Before before we move on, actually, I I gotta ask this: What about Carlos Bella? Is he even? He's in not. The he's not Mexican, dude. He's 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 American. <laughs> he's he's American, dude. He, <laughs> he wants to. He, I don't think he wants to play there. You know, okay, th- there was um, there, there was this um, there was a TikTok where they um, they interviewed him and he says he doesn't even like care to play soccer like that anymore. Yeah. You know, it's not the the biggest thing for him anymore because you know th- yeah. there was real talks like if this guy really wanted to play soccer. He'd be an outstanding player, dude. He'd be really great. You know, he'd be. I think. I think he'd be in a different in a different soccer level. But it's just Mexico made world champs. Anyways, I really like Carlos Vela. You know, yeah, I, I mean, I, I like I mean, him I too. Sam, I think. I think. I think. Ramirez here is. Uh, uh, I think you're underselling him, though. I mean, he is a great player. Yeah. I mean, he is a, he is a great player. I mean, he's done a lot. And yeah. the reality of it is, is that he's not gonna. He he probably doesn't want to play for the national team. To be honest yeah, with yeah. you, he seems kind of content with where he's at, and he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna beast it up in the MLS, and yeah, I don't really need to go to the World Cup. I don't really need that, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, good for him. I mean, you know, he's done. Yeah. A, he's done. He's done good. He's done good. You know. You know. I, and, and he's I mean, never I, really been a national team player. You know, he's always had kind of problems with the national team. That is true. I've never really seen him there consistently. So, whatever it is, I mean, he, he likes where he's at right now, and he he doesn't need the national team, and they don't need him. I don't think they need him. To be honest, he's in the, he in his prime when he was there. He, he was showing off. And whatever issues he had, he just took off. You know, he pulled the the what was it? Um, Gio dos Santos's brother. 
Do you guys remember uh, Jonathan Jonathan oh. Dos Santos? Just one mm-hmm. day they were like, "Oh, let's call him up," and he's like, "I don't want to play for you guys anymore." Mm-hmm. And then he started the oh, trend, man. and boom! Then his brother followed the trend, and after his brother Carlos Vela did it, and dude, um, they, there was sayings that in Mexico that's like an offense. Like you need to be honored to be playing for the national team, and them wanting to play, asking for you to play. And dude, the, the, those those guys are the ones that broke that. Maybe that's why they don't get called up anymore. You know? Wow. So, it's too bad for them. Too bad for them. Yeah. You know. But let's um let's move on. You know, we're gonna yeah. go. Yeah, let's switch gears. We're, we're gonna man. we're gonna fly across and we're gonna go to El Cuscatlan. Uh-oh. There we go. Hey. There we go. All right. There we go. In the back. There we go. There we go. We pulled off a great tie. But unfortunately, let's go. Let's go. What other team has a song like this? Of course. That's a national anthem of La Selecta. So we we almost had it. We almost had it. (laughs) Against the USA. Against the USA. How much like dude, they are just tearing up El Salvador online. They are just like Dude, the 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 shit on Twitter is they are just blowing it up. That they're just like, what type of conditions are these? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? I, I don't know if you saw the game, Clef, but uh, but I saw the game, and I mean, the the field was just like in shocking, like condition, dude. Like it was like it was it was pretty bad. So <laughs> let me just tell you. So I, I have a friend that's out there right now on vacation mm-hmm. and on their Instagram, they posted a, a short clip that they're driving to the beach and you just see the storm, dude. Like it's all white. Oh, and I was like, oh, man. And that was the day of the game. Dude, later on, I turned that thing on and dude, it looked like a beach soccer game out there because th- that field was just. <laughs> It was ridiculous, man. I I I don't know, dude. I guess the drainage ain't working there, or and something's going on there. It just probably rain over rained, dude. It was ridiculous, man. But these guys would kick the ball like super hard, and it land like five feet in front of them. That's how bad man. it was. I mean, and let's get on to the game, though. I mean, I saw a different El Salvador. I don't know if the field and the weather had anything to do with it, but they they started to fix some issues. I don't know. What do you think, Mexico? Okay. So this is the most like annoying thing about El Salvador. Yeah. And I'm not saying that El Salvador is like fucking the greatest thing in the world, right? I'm not saying that. But this is the most like annoying thing is that when it comes to the US they play like they're playing for the World Cup final. Yeah. You know, and they're trying really hard. They're like fucking like going to blows. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, why can't you do this against fucking Honduras? Why can't you do this against Costa Rica? You know what I'm saying? Like, why can't you play like this against the teams that you actually like are almost on the same level as? You know what I'm saying? And like, that's not to say that the U.S. are like, you know, anything crazy, but they, I mean, that's the reality. The U S is ahead of El Salvador. 
But like, it's just so unfortunate that like, yes, while I can look at it as like, yes, we played hard and they, you know, they played good. And then it was the, the reality of it is, is that a lot of the team was the United States starters. Yeah. So it was actually the starters for the U S and so you had Pulisic out there, you had McKinney out there, you had uh, Adams out there, you know, you had Robinson, you had, so you had a good core of players that are like in their starter team. Yeah. And then Salvador played good for what it was, but you know, uh, yeah, like you said, I mean, whether it was the field or the, the environment that just added to it, but I don't know. I just wish I would just see more of this in the qualifying. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with it. I think something about playing against these teams like Mexico and U.S., they go all out, dude. And then we come and play like a team called Suriname and tie like 2-2. Like, you know, it's it's ridiculous, dude. (laughs) Um, Whatever. I don't know. Um, I'm just kind of like disappointed in, in, in Hugo because I think... It was partially his fault, dude. Um, this one zero would have been comfortable until he made the the switch of the only guy that was fighting a hundred percent for the ball in the midfield, and his name's Landa mm-hmm. Verde. That guy is really good. He plays with heart, dude. And every time I see him out there, he's really trying his hardest, and he it just he tries harder than anybody else in the midfield, and it works. And they take him out. Mm-hmm. And, and that right there, as soon as that switch came off, dude, we just lost all movement, dude. I mean, it's time for Sedan to leave. That's the reality <laughs> of it. It's time for Sedan to move on from the Selecta. Cool. Thank you for your service. It's yeah. time to move on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I hear it, man. I mean, look, the, the, this is the difference, right, between Costa Rica. This is the difference between Costa Rica and El Salvador. El Salvador scored in the what, like, 35th minute, yeah. 25th minute. They defended for the whole game pretty much. Yeah. And they had so they had a couple of chances, to be honest with you. Yeah. That if they were more clinical, they would have put the United States away, but they didn't. Yeah. The difference is that Costa Rica has those players, like you said, the Brian Ruiz's, the Borges in the team to tell the players, hey, calm the fuck down. We have we're winning this game. You know what I'm saying? Like, there should be no reason why. It's, and then the thing, too, Clev, I don't know if you saw this game. Did you see this game? Just the highlights. Just the highlights. highlights. Uh-huh. So what's even crazier is that El Salvador is up 1-0, unheard of, right, against the yeah. U.S. And then the U.S. goes down a man. Yeah. <laughs> so now the U.S. is playing against it with 10 players. There should be no way, no reason why El Salvador ties or loses this game. But because of the inexperience and I think just the lack of, like, leadership in the team, they just lose their heads. You know what I'm saying? They get tied in the 90th minute. And while while I think it's actually, like, I know people on Twitter and online are saying that these games are kind of a waste of time for the United States. That they're like, oh, they should be playing against better teams. I do think that games like this are good for the U.S. Yep. Because it actually builds character for them. You know, like they had to dig deep to tie this game. Yeah. Which is good. So, you know, they did suffer. You know, I don't know what y'all think about the U.S. I don't know what, I, I don't know how y'all see the U.S. right now. Like, I look, I, I see a team that has really good young players. 
And and this is what we've talked about in previous podcasts. There is no leadership in that team. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're, we're, we we talked about it. And as soon as McKenny lost his mind because he couldn't make anything happen, <laughs> dude, uh, he started pulling somebody. And of course, like a good Salvadorian, you know, our guys they don't they don't stand down. You know, we 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 fight back. Mm-hmm. You know. Hijo de la gran pupusa, you know, it's it's there. The words are there, dude. <laughs> so they're going back and forth. And then the guy that I think should step up as a leader comes and makes it even worse. Christian Pulisic. So what 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 did um what what do they do at this point? They don't have any older experienced players that are at the level to come and bring into this team, you know? This is a fast paced moving team. You know, we can't bring somebody and then just slow them down just because they're going to put the leadership. So I understand where Berhalter is doing what he's doing, but at the same time, it's buying them back. Because look, as soon as they got the, the goal in the 90th minute, instead of grabbing the ball, running back to the field, you got four minutes. You could still try to make this win. They're over there celebrating like they won the game. And he had to go break up the whole thing as a coach. Like, hey, let's go. You know, that that's what they're missing. Somebody that would be like, hey, let's get this done. You know, let's keep going. It's not over yet. We got time. We can win. They don't have that. So that's where Bell Halton needs to put his head and and see what, what I don't know where he's going to bring that from. Because the only guy that, that that's close is John Brooks. And I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> that no. guy is, yeah, that guy is done, dude. Uh, you know, there's 20 year olds that are playing better than him. So it's not going to happen. Hmm. What, what you what you think, Clef? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm I'm looking right now at the lineup that they had against El Salvador, and yeah, and I, I don't see in the subs either someone that could actually come in and, and be that leader. I thought maybe Paula Riola, but the guy the that he's on the record. dude. I I don't understand why that guy's even in the team, dude. I don't even I think like, he's like good. Dude, I like, I like him. <laughs> he works hard. He's a good player. He does. Yeah. Okay. Can yeah. I I don't know, dude. I think the only guy that's older is our guy that rejected the Salvadorian um, cap, dude. The Roldan. I think he's the only older oh. guy there that oh, they the have. Yeah. Well, he can, didn't even get to play. Yeah, I know. That's the thing, though. <laughs> I don't even he, think he's gonna be. I don't even think he's gonna be on the team. I mean, he could come oh, in no, for, no. for 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 Ariola. <laughs> he he do just a good job, you know. And I mean, Ariola, I think definitely showed that he's probably not. I mean, he's probably not going to be on the World Cup team. Yeah, which is sad for him. Uh, and I mean, if anything, it just showed that the U.S. like there are some players that probably will not go to the World Cup. You know, from this team that played. Yep. You know, and. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like the United States. While I I what so this is what I'll say. Right when I saw Belota stepping up and the United States is kind of puffing their chest up and trying to fight back, it's cool to see that the U.S. team is together. Yeah. There is a sense of like community there. There is a sense of like brotherhood there. You know what I'm saying? Like they fight for each other. They like they you know they have each other's backs, which I think is dope. I think at the same time, it becomes this thing of like there's nobody to actually calm down the brotherhood to like, Hey, like calm, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. 
hey, Weston, like, calm the fuck down, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's not that serious. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nobody there to, like, hmm? Like a frat boy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just feels yeah. like it's just, like, the frat boys playing. And yeah. there's nobody, there's no head frat boy to tell him, like, hey, like, let's calm the fuck down. And, you know, we still got something else to play. It feels like that's the coach, and the coach is not on the field. Mm-hmm. And my worry with the U.S. is that they're going to run up, like, th- to me, this game had it all. It showed the U.S.'s immaturity. Yep. Their immaturity yeah. because they're young, right? And especially in that scuffle in the middle where Tyler Adams grabs, uh, I think, Sedan, and he throws him down the, the, part, the part that you're talking about. Yeah, and then Christian Pulisic kind of comes, and Weston McKinney comes, and there's like a little like brawl that's about to like start. Like there's like so there's signs of immaturity there on Tyler Adams's part, and he's supposed to be the captain, which I think is interesting. Uh, yeah, and then there's the other side of it where they actually show great tenacity and like resiliency to be able to like come back into the game, right? When it's like a tough condition game, and it's hard to get in, and it's hard. Uh, but my worry is that they cannot be like this against a better opposition. Yeah. If they do this against Brazil. No, man. No, dude. Fabinho's going to come in here and throw a fucking elbow to fucking Weston McKinney and sit your fucking ass down. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, like he's, they're going to run into a grown ass man. They're going to run into fucking. You know, Militao's not going to fucking stand up for that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to run up against the big boys and you can't be like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you cannot have a hot head like that. They're just going to use it against you. You know, can you imagine Cristiano Ronaldo, like Weston McKinney getting upset at him? Cristiano Ronaldo is probably just going to just juice it for all it's worth. Yeah. You know, and Good. use it against them. That's what veteran players do. They see that. Oh, okay, cool. You get angry. Okay. I'm going to just do it more. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Especially with like like you said, like a guy with the experience of Ronaldo, nothing can really upset him because he knows the consequences. He's been in the game long enough to understand what you get out of that, and it's nothing. You get nothing. They got lucky that there was no VAR because that could have been like a double yellow for somebody. Straight up. It could have been three reds in that one. Yep, exactly. Oh, my goodness. It yeah. wasn't that bad? Man, I missed it, that. It's just, you know, no tolerance, dude. I, I, I go by a no tolerance rule. And and believe me, I, I, I love my team, USA, and I do support my El Salvador team. Like, you know, I, I wasn't here, Ooh. like, going back and forth. But, I, you know, <laughs> if they do something wrong, I'm going to own up to it and say, yeah, that's not right. And, and it's not right, dude. You shouldn't be doing that. Like, what are you going to get out of it, dude? You're losing fair. Play football and try to win the game. And that's it. You have the talent on the field to overturn a game. You getting mad is not going to make anything better. Hmm. And then Ariola trying to kill somebody is not going to make it any better. So even the commentator said, if he would have kept his foot down, it wouldn't have been a red card. But the fact that he doesn't have that experience kept his foot up like he was trying to hurt the guy and boom, red card done mm. and then he's trying to convince the ref like he was there for five minutes trying to convince the ref like what are you gonna dude you got the card get off the field what are you still doing on the field like what what yeah. are you gonna say to him done get off done that's all i have to say but was there anyone was there like a key player missing for el salvador um uh, 
Yeah, yeah there was a couple of key players missing for yeah. Salvador. Yeah, there's a, there's a few. I, some players are not going because, you know, the Nations League is just not, like, I don't think that that's really, like, the, the main focus, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's a couple of missing. And then there's there's actually, like, you know, there's some controversy around El Salvador right now because, um, yeah, Hugo Perez, the coach, is getting kind of some some negative attention. And, uh, and also the federation just in general, like, one of the Roldan brothers that is the the captain, he he's not gonna go. He said he's not gonna go with them because because of the experience that they had during the qualifiers. And I don't know if you know about this, but during the qualifiers, Clev, like mm-hmm. there was a game. I want to say it was against the United States. Yeah, it was against the United States, and El Salvador was playing. I think in Minnesota. Someplace super cold, right? Uh-huh. In El Salvador, the coldest that it probably gets is maybe like 60 degrees. Oh, <laughs> you wow. know what I'm saying? Yeah. 50 degrees, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like a super cold place. So <laughs> you can imagine going to Minnesota where it's like four degrees. <laughs> you know, it's four degrees Man. and it's fucking freezing. The Salvadorian players get to the, the place and the Federation... And their sponsor didn't buy them equipment to stay warm. So then the players themselves had to go and buy the equipment. And then they said that they weren't going to play the game because of the disrespect that they received from the Federation. This was before, this was actually before the Canada game. Yeah. (laughs) Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Before the Canada game. So the, there are some players that are refusing to play for Salvador because of that incident, because the apology that they received, they feel like has been insincere. So there is that. And then Hugo Perez, now the coach, is getting some flack because they're saying that the the second division of the MLS mm-hmm. is paying him and his coaches to uh, tell players to not re-sign with Salvadorian teams so that they can go to the second division in the MLS. Hmm. So, wow. yeah. so there, so there's some controversy there and, you know, Hugo has come out and denied it, mm-hmm. but you know, if you're, if anyone's ever interested in fucking ridiculous Salvadorian soccer team news, this is the podcast for you. Hey, <laughs> you, know, you know what? You know what I did hear though. I did hear that supposedly a, a fan is had something to do with calling up USL players, right? Or so mm. I'm not so sure how true that was, but I, I think he somehow reached someone from the national team, maybe even the coach, and then yeah, they started. I'm not so sure if you know anything about that because I know there 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 are a few uh, FC Tulsa players uh, in El Salvador yeah. national team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're they're getting a lot of players from the USL, and that's one of the biggest like things where they're like, well, the players are not really from El Salvador. You know, Hugo Perez is getting players that are yeah. born here, but their parents are from El Salvador. So there's also that conversation too, right? In El Salvador, they're just like, well, are they really like, you know, are they really the, the, the la patria, you know, are they really that? And, and you know, so it's it's really complicated. And uh, Hugo has his work cut out for him. How do you think, how do you two see that? What do you two uh, think about that as Salvadorians? Is they say patriotic? Are, are, you know, like, do you, do you two welcome those players that are born over here to play for La Selecta? Well, take it like this. Imagine if I was at that level, 
um, and I wanted to play, I mean, I, I would, I would, you know, go out there and play my heart out for the El Salvador national team if I had that opportunity. But the, the, the guys that are born in El Salvador, playing El Salvador, don't see it that way. They're like, well, you're not even here, so you're not Salvadorian. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. you know, and it's we consider tough, ourselves Salvadorians, dude. If we come out here, look at us, man. We're wearing the blue, the white, dude. Like if we were in the Cuscatlan, just jumping up I and mean, down. Look, I look like I just yeah. got out of like the fancy exactly, shop. dude. So, <laughs> so, dude. so <laughs> I hey, if I had the opportunity, I would love to play for Salvador, yeah, but yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean that they would be like, oh yeah, you're Salvadorian, you know. And I think that that's you know that's a tough spot to be in, you know, dude. Just, so we we have a El Salvador has a player. Born in the Netherlands and mm-hmm. does not even speak Spanish. He doesn't oh, even speak man. English. He doesn't even speak English. Yeah, he speaks Dutch. <laughs> so, <laughs> imagine, dude, like, how does he even communicate? Like, dude, this guy got benched for the last two games. And and he's a good player. But, you know, what do you do? And they're giving him shit. Like, dude, you, you are not Salvadorian. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know that he went to this. Oh, he was he in the bench. Him? He was in the bench. Oh wow! Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he got. He played for the Suriname game, the first one, and then the the second one, he he got benched, and this one he got benched. I think he's mm. not coming back. After this, he's not coming back. Wait, do you know his name? What was his name? Enrico Dueñas. Enrico Dueñas. Yeah, Dueñas Hernandez. So it's and it's under E Hernandez, oh, and he okay, plays in the yeah. second division of of um, of the Netherlands. Oh yeah! Wow, he's twenty one. Yeah, yeah, he's young. He's, he's good, and he's, he's a good, good player. player. Yeah, he's a good player. But that guy, dude, he, you know, and I'm just gonna say this really quick because you know we're we're overloaded with El Salvador news. He, yeah, he, he looks. And I think he, we're gonna close it out. So yeah, too. he he looks lost out there, guys. Like you know, he his level of like style of play and level is different to what the the guys they're bringing in, and he just doesn't yeah. fit into this team. Nobody understands his way of playing soccer. And he looks yeah, frustrated. He does look a little I lost. Okay. Yeah, so I, I think he's I think he's not going to come back until the next qualifier when he's a little more seasoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's probably for the best. To be honest yeah. with you, yeah, I I'd rather him you know build his future and then you know come back and you know let's see if we could build a leader out of him. You know, mm-hmm. bring him back. Hey, one last thing, you know, I guess like a question: Do you do do you two think? That goal was uh, was meant to be a cross. A hundred and fifty percent, two hundred percent. Yeah, it's, okay. this guy was like second. Larin can say whatever he wants. Yeah, that is not uh, that, that was not no, meant to that be. That was a not a, a shot. You know, no, then he'd be doing that mostly. If he'd be doing that like more often in past games, I'd say yes. But no, this is like that was a fluke. <laughs> but, well, there was a deflection. What was, was it? it? Yeah, there was a small deflection. I don't know if y'all caught that. Yeah. No, man. No, right? I, I didn't. The small one makes a big Oh, and, and that goalie, the United States goalie, I mean, it's safe to say that that man's not going to go to the team. <laughs> it's safe to say that that man's not going to the World Cup. I mean, but, you know, dude, you, as a goalie, man, come on, dude. Like, how do you even expect that? Like, you know, you, you, you're over here, like, ready for the cross. That's your post, though. Dude, That's the thing. Yeah. That's your post. Yeah. So... Dude, I mean, I I give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm just saying. So yeah, well, yeah. All right, guys. Um, that that is it. Um, thank you, guys. Um, all right. So, cl- clever nitro. So, yeah. Let's um, th- th- we're gonna ask you like a couple questions before you go. 
Yeah. So who who's your team that you're gonna go for in the World Cup? Now that Peru's out. Now that Peru's out. Yeah. Now that Peru's out, I want to say. Anyway, I am just here in Argentina, man. All right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There no, we no, go. Not just, because, not just because of Messi. I want to say yeah. Di Maria. I just really like Di Maria right now. And El Fidel, of crazy course. to see him win a World Cup before he retires. That'd be cool. He, he deserves one. I think he's a great player, you know. All right. Underrated. So, yeah, underrated. What What about you too? Me, I, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm going for Argentina and surprise, USA surprise. and USA. That's that's my teams and <laughs> Argentina USA. So you, you know what's crazy? We did we actually there was a lot of we could have talked about, but I I I I, I go for Brazil. You know <laughs> that's my favorite team. Uh, but the other conversation is that you know Marcelo left Real Madrid, Ooh. and you know I wanted to bring this up. Maybe we could discuss this in another podcast. But is Marcelo the best left back at Real Madrid's history? Um, as, as you know, I, I, I don't know. I just kind of was thinking about that as I saw his press conference and I'm like, looked at all his trophies and I'm like, this man has won a lot yeah. and, uh, yes. he was a big part of it. But, uh, anyways, all that to say that Brazil is my team. And while they do not play the way they used to play. And I think that Neymar is really not as I think he's not a good influence as as I think he should be. <laughs> uh, I still want them to win. They're yeah. they're still they're yeah. still they're still the people's team. The people's team. Yeah. Right. They're the people's team. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I mean, hey, you know they got the most World Cups out of anybody. So that's what everybody says. You know, yeah. the more trophies, the better. You know, um, I'm gonna I'm I'm still kind of like, you know, do you think we'll like we'll save it for the next podcast, but we'll keep this question in mind. You think all these trophies make you the best player mm-hmm. in a position or playing that position and, and you know, showing that you played kind of what I'm trying to say is the insult to Roberto Carlos. Like, I, I still feel like Roberto <laughs> Carlos was, was. Oh, you're saying that that's insulting to Roberto Carlos. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, come on. <laughs> I, 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 that's a debate for sure. A, see, like, okay, so, you know, Roberto Carlos, he won a couple of things and he won a World Cup. So, yeah, what's, what, what, what's better? You know, are we going to winning a World Cup or winning a ton of Champions League trophies? You know, when you were part well, of it, but not the part of winning it, you know? Well, okay, well, look, look, I'll write the question down uh-huh. and uh, we'll discuss Exactly, it yeah, just leave it for the next one. Yeah. Into it. yeah, no, no, but, uh, it, I know, it's just, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're, we're going to leave point, it there. For sure. You know, uh, well, you know, speaking about that really quickly, I mean, how bad was the England loss? I mean, I just want to throw that out there. I'm so happy to see that happen. <laughs> uh, that's probably like the most overhyped team yeah. going into the World Cup. Dude, I, dude, you know it's crazy because I love the Premier League, but I just don't like their national I team. I, I no, can't. dude, the England team is so overrated. It's pretty insane that they really do think that they're gonna win the World Cup, which is insane. <laughs> <to me. laughs> and they lost four <laughs> zero to yeah. McGuire in the back, dude. To they gotta change uh, that. Got dude. I oh do. my god! But with who, dude? John Stones. <laughs> well, who they don't got yeah. nobody else yeah so you know hey uh 
All right. Well, you can follow us on social media. Our Instagram is strictly football 21. Our Twitter is strictly football 21. Uh, our Twitch stream is also strictly football 21. We go live on Twitch on Wednesdays, usually in the night playing FIFA pro clubs. If you're interested in that, um, and uh, what else? Is there anything else? Oh, TikTok is also strictly football 21. So, you know, oh, wait, yeah, something like that. So, yeah, thank you for listening. And we'll see you to the next one. Thank you, Clev, for being on this episode with us. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thank you. Thank you. All. all right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Clever Nitro. Hey, Magico and Sam. Recording stopped. <laughs>